0: Listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to americanrvr.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Thanks for joining us on American RVer. On this show, we meet up with cyclist Tom Armstrong. Peggy talks to Tom about his latest group tour from Independence, Missouri to Oregon City, Oregon. Next, Peg cooks up some salsa and a marinade for chicken. Finally, we look at a mosquito repellent product called a thermocell to keep those hungry insects from making you their next meal. We hope you enjoy this month's show.
1: Thanks for joining us for this edition of American RVer. We are in Independence, Missouri, and we just happened to hook up with some cyclists who are starting here tomorrow morning and heading to Oregon. So with me is the coordinator of the tour, Tom Armstrong.
2: Hello. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> We're happening.
1: You know, thanks for joining me today. Tell me about this tour.
2: This tour, this is the 15th year of uh, historical trail cycling, and it all started with this trip back in 93 for the 150th uh, anniversary of the Oregon Trail. Oh, awesome. We all we started right here at uh, in Independence at this very campground and uh, we had 35 bike riders at that particular time in that year and we went 37 days to Oregon City, Oregon. And uh, it's about 2200 miles.
1: Does it still take 37 days or are you faster now?
2: We're <laughs> we're not as fast. We're we're basically uh, we've uh, we've got it down to a routine. We know where all the places to see are as well as get pie, get okay. um, all the essentials that you need for right, a bike ride. Right, because
1: you're using up a lot of energy, you have to have some of that fuel for your body.
2: That's right. And since
1: you're using your own fuel to get places. A lot of
2: the bicyclists figure this is this this is an excuse to uh, eat whatever they want.
1: I like it. For a month and We're, five weeks. <laughs> how many people are riding with you this year?
2: We've got uh, a total of 17 bike riders will pass through the tour but most of the time we'll have uh, 15 to 15 bike riders.
1: And uh, what happens if somebody's bike breaks down or they just
2: well, can't we, make it? If we can't fix it uh, right away and we can't take a part off of my bike to fix their bike then we will put it on the roof, put them in the car and We will uh, fix our bike when we get to a bike shop.
1: So you've got somebody traveling with you with all the luggage and the tents and all of that.
2: That's right. And you're camping the whole way. We're camping the whole way. Uh, My staff and I, we cook dinner every night. We put out breakfast in the morning. We we make sure everybody's doing fine down the road with refreshments. And uh, we keep a good eye on everybody.
1: And about how many miles a day do you go?
2: Anywhere from 50 to 85.
1: Is it flat?
2: It is for, it, the beautiful thing about it is it is for about the first week or so, and uh-huh. then we start getting into the mountains, and uh, it's gradual. That that was the beauty of the bicycle. Too. That's the beauty of the whole Oregon Trail. It's gradual, and because the pioneers didn't really realize how hard it was going to be, mm-hmm. if a, they it,
1: did, they never would have made it never past Kansas. <laughs> had they
2: had to start like Oregon and come back this way, they probably wouldn't have made it too far.
1: Right, right. Do you do other tours besides the Oregon Trail?
2: We do the Lewis and Clark tour and uh, that's 44 days long. It's a little longer, we follow the Missouri River from St. Louis along the Katy Trail, up along the the roads of uh, Kansas, Nebraska, the Dakotas, into Montana, Idaho, uh, Washington, and then uh, we end up in Seaside, Oregon, right at the coast.
1: Boy, that sounds wonderful. Not for me, however. I used to do a lot of bicycling, but we still bicycle. We have our bicycles with us in the RV, but 60 miles a day is a little bit beyond me at this point. Well,
2: <laughs> hey, that, I hear that all the time from people, and they, they think, how can I do that? How do you, how, how can you do that? And I... You do I, it I've one circle one cycle evolve, at a time. of all ages and sizes and, and they make it, they make it, they yeah. do it. It's, it's Where right.
1: does everybody come from that joins you on these tours?
2: They come from all over the country. Uh, even this year I have somebody from Switzerland so they find out for, um, through the internet, basically through our mm-hmm. website. But uh, they come from all over the country. Uh, we have them from the west coast, the east coast, north, south, midwest,
1: now, when you get to Oregon, everybody flies out of there back to their home bases, that's the end. You don't turn around and bicycle back, do no, you?
2: No, right. Okay. <laughs> they, all, they all just like, we say goodbye and it's like, hey, until next time, we hope.
1: That sounds great, Tom. I'm, I'm so glad we ran into you here well, today. Well, I'm, I'm glad you
2: guys were in the neighborhood and yeah, yeah. you had the interest to to, to say hello because this is just, um, like I said, 15 years we've been doing this and it's just, this is the best way to see the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's slow. You get to see the ruts. You get to see all the history and right. really experience the whole, the whole movement um, the way they did.
1: Right. Well Tom, what about next year's trip? Are you doing the same thing, going out to Oregon?
2: You know, I've, my, some of my bike riders want to see what it's like to go to the, the East Coast. So what we're going to do, is we're going to connect St. Louis, where we begin the Lewis and Clark Trail. Instead, we're going to start at St. Louis and bicycle to the East Coast, to Jamestown, Virginia. And so then we'll have the coast-to-coast uh, adventure for everybody.
1: Oh, that sounds great. And you think some of the folks that have been on previous tours will come back and take that East Coast trip? I
2: think, I think I'll have a lot of uh, repeat uh, customers right. and bike riders from them from right. that ride, yeah.
1: Well, thanks for joining me today, Tom. I do You're appreciate welcome. that. And what's a phone number someone might Phone use? number is
2: uh, 402-499-0874, and you can find it on our website as well, historicaltrailcycling.com.
1: Sounds good, Tom. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. And we'll be right back.
0: Coming up, Peg shares her recipes for salsa and chicken marinade. Keep it here. Our viewers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service.
1: Often when you're in an RV park, you get invited to happy hour, or maybe you're just looking for some snack to have before dinner. A healthier way to go than a heavy dip is maybe a salsa. So today we're going to take a look at a salsa that you can make. It's so easy, all the ingredients are readily available, and in just a few minutes you'll be done. We're going to start off with the uh, diced tomatoes, and i got the kind that have basil, garlic, and oregano already in the diced tomatoes. So that will be our tomato base for the salsa. Just put your can of tomatoes in, in your bowl. And then we're just going to add a few more spices to it, and then we'll be done. So it'll be very easy. First thing we're going to add will be a few parsley flakes. And then you can add oregano. There's already some oregano in there. I actually have an Italian blend of spices that I'm just using. I'm just sprinkling a few on. It's not, it's your call how much you want to use. A little bit of thyme, and I have some powdered thyme. You can certainly get flaked thyme as well. You don't need too much of that. That's pretty strong. Another favorite spice is cilantro. I like to add a little bit of cilantro. Not a lot, because it will overpower your salsa. And of course you have to have pepper when you have salsa. So I have a, a crushed ground pepper. So it's a little bit heavier grind than what you might get out of your salt and, sh- and pepper shakers. And then a little bit of soy sauce. And again I'm not really measuring. I'm just putting some in. And then basically just stirring it all up. And this will be better after it sits for a little while. So just stir it all together let it sit for maybe 30 minutes for those flavors to blend and use your dipping chips and you are ready to go. Next up I'll show you another quick savory treat. Well summer is the time for grilling and if you've gotten your grill out and set up and you want a nice marinade for some chicken I have the best one that you'll ever find, and of course I call it Peg's Chicken Marinade in fact we served it to my sister and her family one time several years ago and she now has that recipe taped on the inside of her cabinet so that's the recipe that she uses when she marinades chicken I feel very proud about that this is very easy and I'd like to share it with you now we will have a recipe page on our website so you can find the information there I'm going to start off just with some garlic and I've already gone ahead and chopped it up coarsely you can use a powdered garlic if that's easier or preferable to you that doesn't matter I just happen to like garlic We're gonna start just with that, and then we're going to add about two tablespoons of soy sauce. So that's gonna be your base, is the soy sauce. And that's a nice flavor for your chickens. There's one, and there's two. And then we're gonna add just a few spices. So I've got um, this Tuscan blend spice mix. And I like that, of course, when I use my Italian bread and use the dipping oils, um, the olive oil with the spice. But it also works really great for this particular marinade as well. Just shake a little bit in there. It's your taste as far as what you wanna use. I also always use either cayenne pepper or some crushed red pepper, just to give it a little bit of zip. And I don't like it real hot, so I'm not gonna to use too many of those, but my husband really likes it hot, so that kinda of satisfies his palate as well. The next thing to give um, it a little bit more liquid in there is actually some white wine. And I have some uh, wine, some Pinot Gris, from the Pahrump Valley Winery, and that's in Nevada. And it's one of only three wineries in the whole state. So I'm really pleased to be able to use this. And, of course, it's a good excuse to open up a bottle of wine. I'm just going to use um, about an eighth of a cup of the white wine. And you can use whatever kind you want. This may be a little bit drier, but you can use a sweet wine as well. It really um, will work either way. And then the final ingredient is actually plum sauce and you can find this at any grocery store. It's a sweet sauce and just gives a little extra flavor to this particular marinade. Now my sister said she doesn't always have plum sauce so she'll use a grape jelly and that works just as well. So uh, be creative and mix and match and make it the way you would like to. Now you can see it's not a lot of marinade but you don't really need a lot. So that's probably enough for about four chicken breasts. Go ahead and put your chicken breasts in, get them nice and coated, and let them sit for one to two hours just to make sure that that flavor gets into those chicken breasts. Put them on the grill and you're good to go. So remember, go to our website, www.americanrvier.com, and check out our recipe page. And uh, you can have this recipe for yourself too, and maybe you'll put it on the inside of your cabinet.
0: In our last segment, we look at a mosquito repellent product called a Thermacell. You'll be itching to see this.
1: Charlotte, North Carolina is a special place. You have the Panthers, the beautiful Skyline, and of course, Lowes Motor Speedway and NASCAR. But for our viewers, Charlotte is home to the best satellite sales and service company in the southeast. Cordell Satellite Sales and Service specializes in installation and repair of TV and internet satellite dish systems. Cordell has been installing Motosat internet uplink systems for your favorite NASCAR drivers. The best news is that you too can get Motosat satellite internet. If you're tired of fighting with your air card or trying to find a Wi-Fi hotspot, give Cordell a call at 704-264-9486 or email them at mohotogo at c-s.com. Their certified technicians do make house calls.
0: Trust Cordell Sales and Service to install or repair your dish. We did.
1: Remember since 1995 it's Cordell Satellite Sales and Service. As they always say, once a customer, a friend for life. Call 704-264-9486 for your satellite TV and internet needs.
0: Hi and welcome to this product segment of American RVer. We are in Minnesota and this is the land of 10,000 lakes which means about 100,000 mosquitoes. As a matter of fact, there's one that just decided to feed on me. Well, if you don't want to be dinner for a mosquito or for several mosquitoes, I might have the product for you. This is a fairly new product out and it's called a Thermal Cell and the Thermal Cell is a mosquito repellent product and it is a pretty interesting product and I thought we'd give it a shot and see what happens. This product is supposed to uh, keep mosquitoes away for about 225 square feet or a 15 by 15 area or 15 foot in diameter. So this makes it perfect if you're sitting out on your picnic table, you set the appliance, that's what they call this unit, which is what actually creates an odor that the mosquitoes do not like. This. Uh appliance is set on the picnic table and you should be free and clear of mosquitoes uh, all around you and uh, if it's happy hour time maybe that's the time to use it as well. So we're gonna take a look at this basically Thermocell is a plastic utensil um, and in it is a butane cartridge that heats up it heats up one of these little pads uh, the pads come with it as a, as a a package and you put the pad in and I'm going to demonstrate this for you you actually put the pad inside the appliance and it goes in like this It just slides right in and what you do then is you take the butane and the butane cartridge fits into the bottom like so and you screw it in and what happens then is you will ignite the butane cartridge, and that will actually create a hot surface here which actually heats up this pad. Now the pad, as you probably can see, is blue. Um, It will last about four hours. It turns white when it's actually used up. And so four hours is a pretty good time, especially if you're outside and you're gonna be doing a little bit of cooking and uh, you want some protection for four hours from the mosquitoes. And the only negative about this product would be If you have a high wind, it won't work as well because obviously the odor will then dissipate. So they tell you to put it upwind so the odor will come in. And it's I say there's an odor. There's an odor to mosquitoes, but it's actually odorless to human beings. So that's a good thing. So basically what you do is once you put your cartridge in, you turn this to on and you click the little button, and it basically ignites the cartridge, the the fumes from the cartridge, the butane, and starts heating this unit up. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to heat this up, and uh, you can check it. There's a little window on this side that you can actually see the flame when the the flame is burning to make sure it is heating up. And uh, basically, when you're done with it, you can reuse it, and you can reuse the pad if it's been under four hours, and if you still have some blue left in the pad, you could just click the button off, It'll shut off the butane, therefore it'll shut off the uh, heat to the pad and everything will be back to normal. And you can actually take this unit and they, they do make a holster, which you see here, that you could put it in the holster. Now you can't put it on your body and walk with it. Uh, they don't recommend doing that. But the holster is to, you can actually store some of the pads in there, you could store some of the butane on either side. Um, and also, this allows you to strap this whole um, appliance to like a tree if you're out hunting. You could strap it down, click it around a tree branch, anything that's horizontal in nature, and, and it'll hold it right there. Um, this company also makes replacement cells. Um, These are refills, they have the cartridge in it and um, they also have the the blue refill pads and it's a great product and I think uh, you might enjoy using it, especially if you're in Minnesota like we are or anywhere that has a big population of mosquitoes. So there you go, that's your product tip for American RVer and we hope to see you next time on the show. your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.